What's up, y'all? This is a episode with Shikondria with All Things Nourished. Yeah, make sure y'all go check them out. Authorsnourished.com, I believe, is the website. Um, yeah, you know, go ahead and get on my healthy tip. And always support, support, support. You can go to bankedoutradioshow.com and download the app. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this is me. I had an ADD moment. It's <laughs> Shikondria, Doc, and of all things nourish. Um, and you are tuned into the Banked Out Radio Show. One time for the team that's gonna hustle for the cream. How we know it's grind to the dough come. This the Banked Out Radio Show. We controlling the globe, but we second to no one. Every time we emerge, we put in that work in Banked Out, do it for the culture. Putting on for the city that's 24 7. And we show we love like we supposed to. And we keep making moves by coastal. Metal suckers didn't believe, but I told you. Banked Out about to be your household name. And Banked Out mean when you pop more chains. You don't even know just how I really get. You're rocking with the best, so tuned in when you better be. Plus, you're getting fancy like Nancy on every single day of the week. And chopping game like a Cherokee, balling like Odell. Trying to step more mill. Networking every way is about to be your movie. Gotta go be, this the only way to do it. This a conglomerate, we getting to it. Plus, we got heat for the streets while you puffing on the cook shop leaf. Riding out on the interstate. We got Indies and Majors, we international players All about getting paid, make sure to tune in And tap in with the movement Cause it's about to go down, shout out Discover This Captain of the Mothership, if you ain't know that you know now We about to get To another episode of the Bank Out Radio Show. What is this? I can see myself. There we go. Uh, we have the founder, proprietor of All Things Nourish, Miss uh, Shikondria. I said that right, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't like yes. messing up people's names. You know, people messing up my name all the time. Um, like I said, you you are the proprietor. Of, what's it, what's the business structure for that? Is it an LLC or is it a sole proprietorship? It's an LLC. Okay, so you're the CEO. Yeah, uh, a lot of people out here, you know, say they CEOs, but they're not. Because <laughs> their business structure is, uh, <laughs> no, for real. People don't realize that with the business structure for the LLC and the INC, you can, your official title is CEO. With a uh, um, sole proprietorship, you're just the owner, proprietor, you know, uh, the business, whatever. You can be director, but you can't call yourself technically um, a CEO because it's not a uh, company. Uh, with that structure, so be a right. anyway. That's the uh, people calling me. Um, there we go, but yeah, thank you for taking the time out your day, um, to do the interview. I think we uh, we had met on uh, what was it, Alignable? I think I was messaging on Alignable, yeah, it was Alignable. I actually yeah. love Alignable because I've met a lot of people in business on Alignable. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's why I have the app, um, because. Sometimes, you know, going through social media like Facebook or Instagram, people are not as business uh, oriented as they should be when I reach out to them. Um, so I was like, you know what, let me start booking some guests from Alonable. So I've been booking a lot of yeah. guests from Alonable, a lot of valuable uh, information and 
I'm like, it's all over the country. Well, actually all over the world, I can imagine, but I, I focus yeah. mine all over the country. So your industry that you're in is in wellness, um, particularly uh, with uh, meal planning and preps and nutrition and things of that nature, correct? Uh, yeah, I do meal planning, meal prep. I also do, um, <clears throat> actually, when I initially started my business, I started one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching and group coaching. I'm a health mm -hmm. coach. And then I started the meal prep business uh, as like an extension or a part-time type business. Mm -hmm. Because uh, when I started working with people with coaching, a lot of people would tell me that, um, you know, they wanted to eat right and they didn't really have the time and this and that. So I kind of just saw a need and mm -hmm. was like, you know, I'm going to try it out. I'm, I'm going to try it out. And, it, and it's actually... Um, something that actually became really fun for me because I love to cook and cooking is actually one of my love languages. So. Oh, okay. So if people don't understand about that love language either, um, but I'm glad yeah. that people are starting to catch on to terminology like that. Um, so you went from coaching to uh, the uh, meal planning and teaching people about nutrition. So do you still offer the coaching services as well? Um, I, I am not taking any new coaching clients right now. And that is because I'm actually doing a little bit of rebranding with the business. Um, mm -hmm. what I want to do with what I was doing with coaching rather than doing it one-on-one -on -one and uh, group style, I'm just mm -hmm. kind of taking all those coaching programs that I have and I'm building an online wellness school. That way people okay. can basically have access to it, you know, and whenever they need it, you know, it's not just dependent on scheduling appointments. For me, it's just a self-guided program. So uh, but right now, I'm pausing the wellness coaching and you know, mm. putting all that stuff online. So how long have you been doing this um, as far as like, uh, just business in general? Yeah, so I started back in 2019, um, okay. really kind of late 2018 as just doing it. And then mm. in 20, early 2019, I actually, you know, officially formed the LLC and went forward with it as a, a company, a business. And um, yes, yeah, so I've been I've been rocking with it since 2019. <laughs> Did you have any prior experience for like running the business or even knowing what all it entails to run a business? Had absolutely no idea. Like that has this has been. Oh man, there's so many things I could say about that right there. First of all, <laughs> hey, go ahead and start saying them. <laughs> first of all, um, I had no idea about how to how to run a business. I had always. Uh -huh. I, I've been a, a teacher um, and worked in insurance, and mm -hmm. then I came into the uh, business world, uh, have knowing that I wanted to do a health, be a health coach, and wanted to kind of work for myself and kind of create some space where I can homeschool my son and stuff like that. And so mm -hmm. when I came into the business world, I, I think I came into it like a lot of people come into that new thing, like you're excited, you know, you on fire or whatever. And I still am, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize how much it takes to actually run a business and all mm -hmm. the small little details and this and that. And so um, yes. that is hard. But what I will say is, is that it has taught me I wasn't a lot about myself. Like I pretty much know how to do almost everything behind the scene now, like build websites. I can pretty much do it all. Mm -hmm. So that's the fun part about it, learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so how did, how did um, you transitioning into wanting to do that as a business how was that reaction with your core group of friends, family, things of the nature? Were they like supportive? Were they like, you know, mixed reviews or how was that situation for you? I think it was a little bit of both. I think some people thought I was crazy because when I did it, when I stepped in, in 2019, when I stepped into it as a full blown business for me, I mm -hmm. left my nine to five completely. Hey, um, congratulations. 
I left my nine to five completely. So some people actually thought I I know, right? Some people actually thought I was crazy for doing Mm -hmm. it that way. Um, but for me it was like all or nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to put my complete focus on on doing it. And um, and then like I said, it also freed me up to, you know, be a homeschool teacher for my son too. So um, yeah, I got a little bit of both. And then I had some people who were very supportive, you know, then maybe didn't understand it, but still saw yeah. me chasing something that was um, I was passionate about. So that was cool too. Yeah. So you say you started the business in 2018, late 2018, going into 2019. So then COVID hits, how did that affect your business and the business model? Um, it, it it's, well, the coaching piece of it, mm-hmm. you know, was fine because you can do coaching online, virtual, all that stuff. The meal mm-hmm. prep part of it mm-hmm. just went completely down. Um, yeah. You know, in the beginning of COVID, you know, we didn't really know what it was. We didn't know how people were really getting COVID. I mm-hmm. personally didn't feel comfortable, um, you know, being around people at that time. I mm-hmm. felt like people didn't feel com- wouldn't feel comfortable taking mm-hmm. food from, you know, and all that stuff. So that part of it completely went down. Um, yeah. for pretty much a year, yeah, a year. Okay. So, um, give us some misconceptions about, you know, meal planning, prep, uh, wellness, you know, nutrition, things of that nature. What are some like top three that people misunderstand about the industry and the services and what you provide? Um, I would say probably top three would be one. There is no quick fix. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about getting healthy, you got to yeah. be willing to, to dedicate yourself to it. You got to be willing to put in the work. You know, there's no magic pill. <laughs> mm-hmm. You kind of got to, you know, really take it seriously. Um, so that would be one. And then two is um, just keep it individual to you. Like it's so important to be unique about your own wellness, no matter what you're mm-hmm. trying to do. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to you know, reverse some illness because I also specialize in heart health and diabetes as a wellness okay. coach. Um, so you have to kind of look at yourself as an individual and figure mm-hmm. out what you need. Like once you yeah. know what you need and what your body requires, then you can build a health plan and a meal plan from that. Like anytime I ever sat down with someone to do a meal plan, it's always, um, you know, do you have any health conditions? What is your doctor wanting you to do? Definitely mm-hmm. getting information from the doctor so I can follow what that person doctor is, you mm-hmm. know, requiring for that person. So that's one to, to make sure that you understand who you are and um, what you need. Mm-hmm. And then I think a, a third one would probably be just be patient. Be mm-hmm. patient with yourself. You know, it's it's a process um, yeah. and, and it's OK if you don't get it right the first time. You know, you can always start over and try again and pick back up. I mean, I do it with a lot of pretty much everything in yeah. life. So that would be my top three. Uh, how is that? Um, I guess that process where, you know, like you said, you're working with doctors and things of that nature. Um, do they require something on your end as far as like certain certifications and all that to be able to share that information or are they just signing up on forms that you give it to, um, you know, your clients and then like, yeah, well, I want you to coordinate with my doctor and all that. Uh, well, what my experience has been is the working with the client directly and having that client release to me, being comfortable enough to release to me what mm-hmm. their doctor is wanting them to do. So basically, it's not me working directly with the doctor, more so me working with the client and them being able to provide me what they're comfortable with. 
mm-hmm. from their doctor because it is their, you know, it's their information too. So yeah. um, it's coming directly from the, the client. Uh, as a wellness coach, you know, we, we don't have permission to uh, act as a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can educate and coach on wellness, but mm-hmm. you know we don't have the we don't have the as a wellness coach we don't have we don't treat and we don't mm-hmm. diagnose. Yeah, we basically well, well, <laughs> unethical and legal. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, right. So, <laughs> so um, it's <laughs> so it's more so um, being that bridge that gap. You know, mm-hmm. you can go to the doctor and the doctor will say, you know, when well, you have high blood pressure, you know, you should follow a whatever type of diet, Mediterranean diet or whatever. And then mm-hmm. they leave you at that and they mm-hmm. say, come back and see me in three months, six months, whatever. They may refer you to a nutritionist. They may not, you know, it may not be at that level. It's just putting it on you to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So then a health coach would come in and they would actually be the person that you, that the patient would work with, could decide to work with that would take them through those, through that process for that three month period. Uh, Cause my programs are 90 days. Um, mm-hmm. I have some that are 30 days, but 90 days. So it'll take you through that period where we're meeting weekly, we're talking weekly, we set goals in the beginning and we're working towards that goal based on what that person's goal is and what they know that their doctor is wanting to see when they go back. So it kind of mm-hmm. just flows like that. Okay. So um, as a business person, how do you price that service? Um, not saying um, that, you know, I know that you have based off of the goals and the more aggressive goals, of course, it would be more intense as far as service providing information, things of that nature, bringing them up to speed. But just in generality, you know, what, what would that look like? Um, I price my uh, programs uh, per hour you know, what my set hourly rate is um, for my coaching programs. Uh So that would be a total amount. And then it would be, you know, you can pay the full amount or you can pay in installments. So Uh I have installment type payments too. And so those are for like the 90 day coaching programs. Um, And Uh then I have smaller programs that are like uh, detox. I have a, a 21 day detox program. So that's the group wellness program. And that is just set um, for the program and mm-hmm. what's included in the program more so than it is an hourly rate. And then I have like meal plans that are ready. To, like I do customized meal planning, but I also have meal plans that I've already created that's targeting certain things like, you know, low carb, um, diabetes, you know, high blood pressure, that type of stuff. And those mm-hmm. are online and you can just purchase it. They're priced, you know, some of them are like, $35, $40, you can pay for it with your, you know, debit or whatever, and just download it and it belongs to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> it okay. belongs to you. So it's kind of a little bit, I like to do it mm-hmm. where it's a little bit of everything for everybody in every budget. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, no, I, that's I important to me. Yeah. It's important to me because I mean, I come from a, a, a background where, you know, we can have a lot of money. So, and, and that doesn't mean that you can't be healthy or that you should mm-hmm. have the opportunity to be healthy. So I try to create yeah. programs that can, you know, that anyone can afford, basically. So as you've been doing this, have you seen where I think more people have been getting into the industry as far as building their brands and their business, but not necessarily being as passionate and focusing on like long-term success? Um, 
honestly, the people that I have had the pleasure to work with in business, whether it was wellness or just entrepreneurship in general, like they are some really dope people. They're passionate about what they do. And it, it kind of, I try to stay connected to them and I try to find little ways to find people like that so it can keep me going. Like, you know, we need a little team mm-hmm. of motivation when you are working mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship, you know, to push mm-hmm. yourself. You can push yourself, obviously, but to have those four or five people, you know, that's what is it? You are your five closest friend type thing mm-hmm. to have those people around you that, you know, keep you motivated, keep you on fire. So for me personally, my experience has been um, in this type of industry, wellness, and just people that I know that I get to work with in Macon, Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. They're passionate about what they do. And I love it. I absolutely love it. That's what's up. So I love the fact that there's a community of passionate people, not, you know what I'm saying, necessarily competing with one another because there's, like, there's a lot of uh, opportunity for everyone out here. Um, so do you just center your services around making as far as like individualized besides like people going to the website, buying meal plans or you're expanding or? Um, no. Um, so I can pretty much work with anyone. Uh, well, as far as other than meal prep, mm-hmm. if it's not meal prep, then it can be uh, locally in Macon. It could be in Georgia. It can be in, in the USA. And even some, I haven't had the opportunity to do this part yet. <laughs> it can even mm-hmm. be out of the country because a lot of it is virtual. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of, COVID kind of created this virtual world for us. We were kind of already in, in, in what I do as a wellness coach. They were, we were already doing virtual things and people at that mm-hmm. time, like back in 2019, people didn't really weren't a lot of people weren't really doing virtual stuff. And then mm-hmm. with COVID, you know, virtual became just like the it thing, the Zoom thing. So it kind of made it a lot easier mm-hmm. um, to operate this type of business model where you can reach people that are not just in your city, um, not just in your state. Mm-hmm. So my hope is to one day get the meal prep where I can, you know, expand it out, but I haven't quite gotten that far. <laughs> Okay. So looking for uh, growth strategies. Um, do you want your business to like outgrow you personally? And what I mean by that is to it to be um, known and not necessarily you're the face of the business into where you have to like hire people to do certain roles within the business. Um, you know what? Can we do? I, I actually I'm going to if I can pause that question really quick, because I don't mm-hmm. I, I'm my charge is going out here and I don't want to oh, die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So let me plug up so I, so we won't lose each other. Just a second of plug out. Let's see here. Let me go ahead and share this a few more times. So everybody out there, um, y'all can uh, go download the app. If you have not downloaded the app, um, make that radio show.com read like 1015 downloads. And stay tuned for all the new content that we're putting out. Um, if you have not seen the flyer, um, Behind the Bar series is coming to Roku. So y'all going to be able to see that within the next couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, we got a lot more stuff we're working on. The website is actually going to get updated to where there's going to be a store on there and a few more things, exclusive content. Um, and then we, you know, we got more interviews and, um, What's today? Wednesday. Actually, got an interview tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Yeah, an interview tomorrow. So yeah, check in for that interview as well. What is eleven thirty? Eleven thirty, and we got Craig coming through. Um, and we're gonna do that one Facebook Live. Um, so yeah, and y'all keep on sharing, 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 sharing. 
I love when y'all share. It gets everywhere. I'm trying to hit, um, you know, I want to do around 800, I mean, not 800, but uh, around 80,000 watch minutes this year. That'll be doubled from last year. So if we can get that going, it'll tremendously help out. But I do love the support that everybody's been giving to the website. We had 31,000 unique visits, had over 757,000 hits for the website. Um, and then 80,000, what was it? It was 80,000. Yeah, awesome. We got the charge and everything situated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no, you're fine. About that. <laughs> no, you know, okay, we, we use our devices and stuff. Um, <laughs> no, so with your business, are you planning to grow it outside of like, you know, just yourself? Um, do you want to like be able to hire other people and they provide roles inside the organization? Yeah, because some people just want a business to replace their income and they're fine with that, which is fine. Um, but other people, you know, want to like hit like, you know, 250,000 or half a million or a million or 20 million or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to um, hire uh, people to come on with me. Um, there are a lot of projects that I that I want to work on that I'm planning to work on that I actually really mm -hmm. need. Um, mm -hmm. You know, other people working with me to to really be able to effectively do. So that's something that I have as a goal, you know, for the next two years, maybe three years, to be able yeah. to bring other people on staff. Um, I, one of the things that I do, um, so I'm, because I'm, I'm starting to do community service work, mm -hmm. and I want to be able to, you know, offer some things um, that are not for profit in mm -hmm. some communities specifically. Mm -hmm. And so um, those are the things that I want, you know, kind of build a team around and do things mm -hmm. like that, working with different community um, Autism mm -hmm. families. I am an autis autistic mom. So to be able oh, man, to offer some... wellness. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it is it is amazing that you say that because my graphic designer who does all my flyers and like 99% of everything that I put out um, for digital marketing and things of that nature. Her son is autistic as well. And she hit me up uh, the other day because I had sent her an autistic event, well, uh, awareness event. A few months back, and I forgot I sent it to her. Um, she, was, okay. Man, no <laughs> she was like, Andreas, there wasn't nobody there. Um, people were like packing up, whatever. She's like, I want to do an event where we bring in the awareness because you know, April is um, yeah. Autism Month, I believe. Um, yeah. And there's an actual day, I think it was a few days ago for uh, Autism Awareness Saturday. Day. It was Saturday, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, well, you know, April is also Child Abuse Awareness Month. So I'm doing a panel discussion about that on April 20th. And then I just found out that April is also amputee um, month as well. And I know someone okay. who's amputee who pushes uh, for that platform. So it's like all these different things that normally people don't pay attention to because it doesn't affect them. But autism right. <laughs> is real. Um, yeah. it, uh, I have my oldest daughter. She, um, she has a, a genetic disorder where she has all four categories of seizures. And autism oh, wow. falls within that range. Yeah, I took her to Tennessee uh, last weekend, and you know, some of my family members finally got to see it in action. I'm like, she would sit there talking, and all of a sudden, just fall out, have a seizure. Um, but I'm like, we know she falls within the autism spectrum, whatever, because of you know the uh, way that uh, she communicates. And people like, you know, what I'm saying to look at her, you would think she was just normal, um, like a normal functioning person, but that's not the case. Um, and like people have to be aware, made aware of that. And then there's been like a lot of different reports where police have interacted with autistic people 
and made bad decisions. So you, then right. you got the ex-opponent or whatever. So, but I'm going to link y'all together though, because y'all both are in making. What's her, can you tell me, I just met a a, a young lady on Saturday um, mm-hmm. and she has an autistic son. So what, can you, do you mind sharing her name? Yeah, her <laughs> name, uh, Shamika. What's her last name? Burkett. I, that's who I met. I that's met who you met. Oh, well, see, look, look at that. The, yeah, I know. Look at that, Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> I met her on so, Saturday at the bridge event. Yep, sure okay. did. She met her yeah. son too. <laughs> uh, so she actually wants me to help her plan that for next year. So yeah. I guess you're, you're going to be a part of it. <laughs> I hope so. I, I sure hope to be a part of it. Listen. Oh, no, no. There ain't no hoping now. <laughs> when I tell people you're going to be a part of something, oh, you're going to be a part of something because I'm not, I can't do everything myself. I believe in that, uh, bringing people in to the fold and like basically everybody have a seat at the table because that's the only yeah. way we get stuff done. Um, right. You got to do like, you got to write people or whatever because some of these people around here are just lazy. Um, but you yeah. know, that's, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> that's a whole nother tangent that I can go into. I uh, try to keep it, you know, say, clean and professional on here, but you right, know, right, right. got some other stuff that I'm working on. Um, so as a, as a black businesswoman, right, you meet, um, statistically y'all are opening businesses at a faster rate than the other race and, uh, gender. Um, but yet somehow, sometimes it doesn't seem that y'all get the recognition that you deserve. Do you feel that you are advocated for or paid attention to within the industry, but then also just as a pillar of the community within, you know, the business world? Um, yeah, (laughs) let me, let me see. (laughs) Um, (laughs) definitely as an African-American period. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just some things missing there, and, you know, just to be transparent. It's a lot of things missing as an African-American period in the community uh, as a person in business, uh, especially mm-hmm. my business, because mm-hmm. my business is one where um, people want wellness at a certain time of the year. Mm-hmm. And then you have a group of people that are just passionate about wellness, right? But most mm-hmm. people want their wellness, you know, that new year and, you know, mm-hmm. get that summer body. And then it kind of falls mm-hmm. back into, um, you know, holidays and things like that. <laughs> so, yeah. um, wellness is one of those things uh, that sounds good, but, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know if people really believe that it, all of it is marketable, marketable, mm-hmm. like every piece mm-hmm. of it is marketable. Um, yeah. There have been um, times where, you know, I have personally reached out um, into different programs and wanted to um, just to be transparent, you know, wanted to bring something to downtown Macon, mm-hmm. uh, uh, extend my meal prep business into an actual restaurant style business in downtown Macon that mm-hmm. would offer a healthy solution for different di- diet types, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it just, the idea to me makes sense because I'm a wellness person, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And it's like that eating on the go, like the biggest thing about eating healthy is being able to find healthy food on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if this, it didn't seem marketable in the area. I don't know what it was, but it kind of, you know, it wasn't received very well um, for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. um, one, as an African-American, yeah, we definitely have some things to, some, some, some gaps to kind of, you know, close there. And then as a woman in business, um, honestly, I don't think I've received any pushback, to be completely honest. When I, when I go into places in, in the making bib community and spaces Mm -hmm. of business, there are more women there, honestly, than I see men. Um, 
And that always makes me smile. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of Black women there. There are a lot of Black mm-hmm. women there. So I haven't really received anything as far as being a woman, but definitely an African-American, for sure. Okay. This is up. Um, so I'm trying to think. Um, do you set goals for your business now? Or you know, do you like to just go with the flow? Because you said you're rebranding or whatever. So I, I bet that, you know, I can imagine that includes like a transition period, right? Um, uh, like me personally, whatever, I don't uh, necessarily set concrete goals. I set things I want to accomplish and they're in certain time spans based off, you know, what it is. Um, of course it's always, you know, the, uh, like right now at the bank, that radio show, it doesn't not need to grow outside of how big it is per se. Um, cause I just get, I got my numbers back from my world developer. Like last year, the page did, I was, I was saying this earlier when you was uh, finding your court or whatever, but I had 31,000 unique visitors to the website over the course of the year, oh, wow. 80,000 visits, and then 700,000 uh, hits. So, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah I do a lot of marketing. <laughs> I don't <laughs> play about that. Um, but to make it grow big outside of everything else that I'm doing, I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't have the uh, time for it right now. So like right now it's a, it's coasting until I put other things in place, which I'm working on constant, uh, currently, but you know, it doesn't have to like really grow to that particular, uh, area right now. So what are you doing with yours? Are you just like, you know, just saying what like this year does or. Um, yeah, well, there's, there's certain pieces of it that I, that I set a particular goal for like a date, a time frame. Mm-hmm. Type thing, and then there are other things that um, you know. It's a project that I know I want to work on, and it may not be the priority project at that time. But I'm uh-huh. doing you know work towards that project, and this project may be up front. Uh-huh. Um, so, for example, I my wellness I have a wellness blog as an extension of my wellness business. The okay. blog is is targets just emotional wellness, women and emotional wellness. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so that is a business that I. Um, you know, working to monetize as a business mm-hmm. as well, but it's um, a secondary project to all things nourish, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, that is one where, you know, I would want to have a team and then I, the team is more working on the blogging and then I have a time frame where, you know, maybe in five years, this blog should be doing this and 10 years, this blog should be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the meal prep part of it, I kind of feel like what you just said, like, mm-hmm. A lot of the meal prep for me has been, you know, wanting to kind of keep my customer base kind of at a, a pace that I can manage, <laughs> that mm-hmm. I can manage because there are times when I've had, you know, four or five different people ordering um, 10 meals in one week, you know what I mean? And, or maybe one person ordering 10 meals, another person ordering uh, lunch and dinner, you know, tightness. So it's, it, and I'm just this one person. So um, that's been, for me, it's more like that business has been one where I can say, you know, let me do what I can because I want to yeah. offer this service, but I don't want it to become so overwhelming <laughs> that I don't get to do the other things that I want to do as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a mix. It's a mix. It just depends on what the project is. Now, the community service stuff is something mm-hmm. that I am um, saying that, you know, this summer I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. This fall, I'm going to do that. But I, I got somebody for community service for you. So, okay. <laughs> okay. With, um, then the work will get done. 
And okay. like I said, it's, it's right up the alley of what, uh, what I know the vision for the uh, that particular program is doing. So, uh, but I'll, I'll talk to you about that offline. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> what is something that you learned in this whole journey thus far of being an entrepreneur that you necessarily didn't know or that, you know, maybe it was like, oh, okay, it was surprising. Um, hmm, that's a great question. <laughs> um, well, I guess, I mean, there are many things, but if there was one thing, it's that believing in myself. It's okay. that faith in myself, like having, being a person of a nine to five, you know, mm-hmm. that being that, being my lifestyle, especially, especially as an educator, you know, you, that is your career. Um, mm-hmm. And even when I went into insurance, it's still, a, you know, career um, and trusting that as a source mm-hmm. and then saying, no, I'm going to step out on my own and I'm going to create something that helps people. And I'm going to mm-hmm. depend on that thing to be my source. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not really the thing to me. It's not really the thing that you're p- depending on to be your source more than it is God and, and that type of source and this and that. And so, um, believing that I can step out and do something, and mm-hmm. then be provided for, and actually see that thing grow and see me grow mm-hmm. as I'm doing it, um, and and knowing that you know I can um, I can do it. I can do yeah. it. And, I, and and for that, for me, that for me is like. I'm never looking back. <laughs> yeah, I'm never no, looking I, back. Yeah, I, I didn't. When I left my job in Norfolk Southern, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> it was back in 2013. I didn't look back. And I had what, five kids at the time. Now we have eight. So, yeah. Quality of life, all that for them didn't change. Um, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm not being uh, employed by anybody else anymore. Um I, I see the value in what I do. I know what I bring to the table. I know what I can accomplish. I know how to like structure things. Um, so yeah. So for uh, everybody out there who's tuned in and for those who are going to tune in later to watch the video, if they want to inquire, they have questions, things of that nature, where do they need to go? Um, you can go to www.allthingsnourish.com. You can also reach me at four, my business at 478-787-0726. But every wellness program that I offer or even future things that I'm working on right now, like the online uh, wellness courses, you can access that on the website or, you know, you can okay. at least sign up to be on the waiting list for it. Oh, that's what's up. You got a waiting list. <laughs> you on the popping out here. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying out here. <laughs> But I definitely enjoyed this interview. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep, you know, being a great light in the community and, you know, allowing your passion to, uh, you know, to highlight uh, and educating folks as well. Because I know that's a big component of what you do. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, if anytime you want to, like, share something, you got a sale going on, things of that nature, you know, post it on the page and I'll share it or I'll get to to share it, whatever the case may be. You know, that's what the platform is here for. So uh, awesome. I want everybody out there to, yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, go follow all these uh, nourished, um, hit up uh, Chicondria and the uh, number one more time. Is, um, uh, it's four, it's four, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, zero, seven, two, six. But I am also on the business is also on Facebook under all things nourished. 